All right. Look at you, Zach, living the iPad lifestyle. I am living the iPad lifestyle. How, how is, are you enjoying it? Look, it's okay. This is this is just a one-off for this episode because that's, that's what they all say. Uh, and uh, and the first time, so I need we'll to note down the points where we stuff up for a quick edit later on. <laughs> we're not important. gonna. We're not gonna stuff up. When was up? the last time we stuffed up? This will be uh, fine. I'm just writing down twenty seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should say that we are here. WWDC in the podcast studio. Yay. I feel like we did this exact same thing a year ago. And then I listened back to it and I'm like, wow, we sound really lame. Yeah, uh, but look, we can only do this once a year. So yeah. let's enjoy it while it's here. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. I'm excited. Look, while, while I'm across the other side of the world, while you were two and a half hours by plane away from home, this episode started just like every other with Zach. <laughs> Running late. (laughs) (laughs) Literally running. (laughs) Literally running from the bottom floor of the convention center. I know. Had to get some some t-shirts, you know? But it's all right. It's not like anything else happened this week, so we don't really have anything to talk about. Are we just going to banter like this for 50 minutes? Um, No, I actually thought we should go through some of our follow-up from episode 48. Uh, <laughs> what, what follow-up do you have, Kai? I don't Please. remember what we spoke about in episode 48. It was a whole like week and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. What, oh. Do you Moving have anything? <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, my Mac just asked me if I want to update to Catalina right now. That does seem like a safe thing to it do right like now. Sounds like a good time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Well, At least, what? especially, maybe, maybe wait till you're plug, plugged into power. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I thought, um, considering that we had our predictions last episode, and we didn't really have a lot of time to prepare for this episode, uh, running between sessions and labs all week. I thought, let's just go through our predictions. And considering how I mean, it accurate, does make sense. from so memory, they were extremely accurate. So um, that means we're probably covering most of the keynote anyways. I'm pretty way, sure right? we're all going to get Who's Whose were extremely accurate? Because <laughs> mm. Did you actually, did any of you look at our predictions since the mm, keynote? I'm listed? looking at them right now. <laughs> I, I did, I did. I haven't added them up. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I don't really like adding them up before we record because there's no suspension in that. Yeah, I, I felt the same. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't for lack of preparation or time. It was definitely because I thought it makes for a better show. Cool. Cool. So, do you want to read out the list, or do you want to refresh anyone on the rules, or what, what are we doing? Here? Uh, no, no, I mean, we we will refresh people on the rules as we go through the the list. I think. Okay. That's, that's Let's just try to keep this organized. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you can try that. Um, I thought we'd just start with our uh, X point, ten point round, uh, and just go through uh, all the points and award them because I'm sure there will not be any discussions about any of the points, right? Do we have a prize? There I feel will like, be a prize. I feel like I'm always the one getting losing out here because I tend to win and I never get a prize. <laughs> I tend to win. I tend to win. And you tend to be very humble too. So uh, uh, isn't the humbleness humble. prize enough? <sighs> All, right, All right. So All right. Kai, are you buying a Mac Pro? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that actually brings us into the first pick. So we get the Mac Pro on stage mm-hmm. and we did have a Mac Pro on stage. So we did, yeah. <laughs> well, not literally a Mac Pro on stage. but there, no, there was a Mac Pro. There was there a Mac multiple Pro. Mac Pros on stage. We didn't see the Mac Pros. They were under the table. <laughs> I, I saw the Mac Pro. Really? <laughs> Yeah, and the and the new fancy pro display. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely, and that's definitely giving you ten points. That was not a wild card. No, in no, any way. No, I'll, I'll still take the ten points. Yeah, cool. Um, and the buying the Mac Pro question, I think we should hold for episode fifty-one. All right, stay, stay. Uh, because okay. I think that that can be like a two-hour discussion by itself. So let's moving on. Marlin's pick. Yeah, new iPad OS on stage. This was a very cheap point for me very simple very easy to get so and i got it this was a, this was a great pick actually was uh, it? i i wasn't sure that this was going to happen i know it was sort of rumored but it wasn't confirmed and then what about 10 minutes before the keynote no no but this is not that that's not what this is this is whatever the new version of the os that is running on ipad is going to be demoed oh, on stage okay. i will also oh, I get that. two points later for ipad os oh okay i'm, I'm confusing your picks but yeah yeah uh, so Marlon uh-huh. will get the point. It's just a discussion about when and, and how. How did we let you get away with both of those? Uh, uh, yeah. That was so convincing. Um, yeah, now in hindsight, you're right. Like, news, <laughs> new updates. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. This is really... I'm sorry. This is, I was thinking about it afterwards. This is a really bad thing to get points for. And I think we should be a bit more crazy with our predictions. All right. Um, but next time. Speaking of crazy, I think Zach's pick is actually the first that we might be able to... Uh, Contest in different. There's nothing Wait, how, to discuss yeah, how here. Is this con- how is this up for contention? Like, so for people who listen, <laughs> I'm really confusing. Um, I'm really confused. Do you want to claim those points or not? 
claim those points. I, I don't get those points. All right. I didn't see jo- so, I didn't see a so, Johnny Ive narrated video on stage, and I definitely yeah. So yeah. sex prediction what the. Was that there will be a Johnny Ive narrator narrated video and that's why Johnny on stage. Ive narrates videos, so not you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we usually edit the podcast, Benet. <laughs> uh, but there was no. Don't video. make it sound like we usually edit podcasts. And it sounds exactly the way we spoke it. I do sometimes. <laughs> uh, anyways, there was no video. No, um, and there was no Johnny Ive whatsoever. I mean, he was around he the was, event, but he yeah. wasn't. He didn't narrate videos. I mean, there was he actually w- a narrated Johnny Ive video. Uh, on Apple's website after the event. Doesn't oh, count. Doesn't Look, I'm not going to contest that. That, was, that wasn't what I was talking about. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. All right. Cool. That makes that easy. Okay. So my pick was that we would see an Apple Apple CI service, and we didn't. Hmm. Not a mention. No, hmm. plenty of mentions of CI in one of the sessions earlier yeah. today about testing, but nothing new really for, so for CI that, service. Yeah, I went to that session. It feels like... They were mostly just focusing on your own setup CI, right? Mm-hmm. And that That's was focusing right. on in-house, mm-hmm. in-house hardware. Basically, I would buy my own Mac Pro or my own iMac, mm. and then I, my own Mac Mini, and I would set that up, <laughs> right? I, I don't need an iMac; it's fine. Uh, but that was it, right? Yeah, that was that was mostly. It. And talking so a bit about new mean, test plans and things like that. Do you get points for this? I, no way. I don't no, deserve no. any points for this. That's, that's not in the spirit of the pick. The spirit of the pick was we <laughs> see fruits from the purchase of Body Build. Yeah. <laughs> Martin's pick um, for eight points, but so you attached an, an uh, organizational last-minute addition to the rules of our last pick. So organization round means it is something related to how the event is run, and therefore we decided to double the points for yeah, those picks. Yeah, I do feel like we really should clarify this <laughs> for a future round. It's like <laughs> I could say they will serve apples, and I will get twenty points. Yeah, That's yeah, ridiculous. I, I, I mean, who would have thought last-minute additions to our Totally refined rules would cause to weird, weird uh, points being allocated. But yeah. anyways, I mean, mine was not a bad prediction, so I think I should still get the double yeah, points. Yeah, totally deserved. There those. was definitely a hands-on area. I did touch the Mac Pro. Um, I think we all touched that Mac Pro. I think some people didn't dare to touch them. Yeah, well, we mm. didn't. Mm. So yeah, I get sixteen points. We didn't not dare. So, what did, well, I have speaking. to ask, what did you think? Did the Mac Pro look better in person than I mean, it did on stage it, uh, and in photos? Consider, considering the way it looked on stage. <laughs> I mean, I think it's not a very photo, photogenic computer. It is... I, mean, is I, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's fascinating. But I do think they sort of embraced that, though. I'm thinking you could take a picture of that computer from the side and make it not look like a cheese grater. Yeah, but Apple decided not to do exactly, <laughs> and they embraced it. And I think many people have been missing the cheese grater, and many people refers to it as a cheese grater. And I think no, it was good that no, they embraced I it. But I, I did think in person it looks a lot better, just because it's you have the thicker slab of uh, aluminum and then kind of curves in, and it looks a lot better when it's actually three dimensional when you look at it with two eyes. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No, you can't really tell three D works. In case any of you forgot how three D works, um, thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Now. You're, you're very welcome. This is our education podcast. <laughs> um, but that means Monin got uh, full sixteen points, which is Ouch. a crazy amount of points. Mm. Uh, it's, mm. it's 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 feeling good. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so, what is the prize for winning this draft? Are we, are we I think I found the prize. There's some water bottles here. You can have as many as you want. Uh, uh, it's, it's the fancy Norwegian water too. Anyways, <laughs> let's continue because we're not done with all the points. Um, Zach, you also had a prediction for the eight point rounds, which was no 16 inch MacBook Pro. <laughs> that, that is correct. I feel yeah. like we didn't allow this. this uh, I just realized that it says no 16 inch. No, you didn't allow it as a wild card because um, some. D- Fireball website said that it wasn't coming, so apparently but that's still, not a wild card. I don't think card. we should have negative po- negative picks. Yeah, I think. Uh, anyways, but, but see, so the episode before is either the episode we did the picks or the episode before. You're like, oh, I think it, you know, with the new MacBook Pros, we could still see a 16 inch MacBook Pro at mm. WWDC. It makes a lot of sense. So here I was <laughs> contesting that view because it was my personal belief and my very correct belief, as it turns out, that there is no new 16 inch MacBook Pro. Uh, totally legitimate is- contest uh, contesting that. Uh, belief uh, however eight points is a lot for that but you get all of them yep so cool. that brings us to our seven point run so for seven points uh, I started with um, a feature I'm very happy about um, new user feedback uh, collection via test flight yeah, this so, was a very specific pick and you got it mm, yeah that was a very specific pick but it was something I mean test flight always had a very 
very basic way of collecting feedback uh, via email addresses, um, which was never really a great way of, uh, realistically, a great way of uh, collecting user feedback. Just because, I mean, mm. I think I can only imagine how many people popped up that uh, mail compose sheet and then just canceled out of it. And or how you, many just send you the the email anyway, and just it says sent from my iPhone. <laughs> it's great. I get lots of customer feedback that doesn't contain anything. Yeah, or mm. people that just don't even have mail set up because they use a third party mm. mail client, and then it doesn't even work. So, yeah, I, I was very happy. I was very happy about those seven points, and very happy about that feature now existing as of iOS 13 and TestFlight 2.6. Yeah, I mean it makes a lot of sense now that you can have public betas where. You don't always have uh, the email addresses of everybody on your beta, and the, the a person testing might not want to share their email with mm-hmm. you. So now they can do that in a fairly privacy conscious way, which is really yeah, awesome. that's another big thing. I was wondering uh, how so with the old system when you had to rely on the emails, was mm-hmm. that just being sent as that literal email to your inbox, yeah, or was that just uh, available in like a normal email? Okay, so because that's something I really like with this as well, because it's actually going to be displayed in um, App Store Connect. That so is. it's like one place where you look at it because you. Otherwise, you have to filter your emails, and yeah. it's much nicer. Yeah, it mm. is. Almost as though they're getting App Store Connect ready to be more useful in another <laughs> year or two. <laughs> I mean, Moving on. It's more useful than test plates, so. Now, I'm actually not sure about this next pick. Marlon, it was a wild card for you, and you said improvements to XC testing frameworks. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Kai? I'm a little bit torn on this one, because we did get test lanes, Look, but uh, we didn't really the XC test framework XC didn't get test, better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, There are test plans, but that's sort of a different thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting any points. I detected it because I got a ridiculous amount for the last round, so. <laughs> it balances out somehow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Zach, you guessed better analytics, more so, data. That is so, actually also a very, no, very close. It's to- very close. Yes, we found out about... So until an hour ago, I thought that I got this one wrong. And we were in the App Store Connect, the What's New in App Store Connect session. And, and I, had a, I had a feeling I should attend this one because there's always <laughs> usually a hidden gem or two. Turns out, and I think the first time mentioned that it was mentioned this week was in that session, is that you now get uh, analytics on how many users have deleted or yeah. uninstalled your app. So that counts as additional analytics. I, I do agree. It's not, it's not quite what I had in mind, but hey, they're better. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. Didn't we talk about this as being something that you can actually, like, you can declare the events and you can so see. So I didn't narrow all it down, retention. but they were the examples I gave because yeah. they were the kind of things I had in mind. But hey, alas, we have better analytics. I know. Just not the kind of there analytics is I more wanted. more data, and therefore mm. you are correct. Yeah, you are correct, but yeah. Marlon is not satisfied. <laughs> 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 so. All right. right. Our six-point round. Kai, you had a organizational pick here, uh, which yes, would grant double points. So considering that we're in the six-point round, that uh, quick math uh, comes to 12. Wow. <laughs> That's what we have. I'm have using before. that new calculator watch phrase <laughs> oh, okay. on watch phase six. Did you, did you calculate tip with that? Oh, man, well? I wish we had. Uh, <laughs> um Moving on, that's not very interesting for anyone listening to this. So, um, six points, or 12 points for Kai. Um, Zach also just lost interest. And you start taking pictures here. of the environment. Yeah, you, it's, it's very, str- very stressful for me to focus right now. <laughs> um, so, your pick, Kai, was new Apple speak new Apple speaker on stage. <laughs> which, really, why do we write it this yeah, way? It's, <laughs> it sounds like a HomePod. <laughs> you know, I, I thought, I, I, it's like two words on stage. <laughs> if there's a new HomePod, I get that point. If there's a new person on stage from Apple talking about stuff, I get that point. Yeah. Ambiguity. Woo. <laughs> no, but I want to say, I think what you, I, I'm, I'm certain that you meant that there will be a person who is not from a different company than Apple, who is up on stage talking for the first time. <laughs> that is a normal way of speaking. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I meant. And there were actually heaps of new yeah, first-time presenters, and they, did, well, they all did excellent jobs. So Th- that was that was overall crazy in general. How how good those first-time were speakers so, were on stage. They were amazing. Like I was, I'm aspiring to be like those people. <laughs> they were so good. Yeah, that was um, that was that was really really good to see. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what they do with those people within Apple Park to get them to that level. I mean, yeah, they don't how do you seem train to, to speak in front of five, six thousand people plus millions on a stream plus and in front of your entire organization? Because yeah. they definitely want that that watch this thing. Mm. Yeah, they still impressed. seemed happy. It wasn't like they had been tortured into doing yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of speakers, 
uh, not necessarily from Apple. We had a, uh, a cameo by uh, Sydney's own Rob Chatfield from oh, yeah. uh, Atlassian. So how, how good? Well, I mean, we all know Rob. Uh, he attends Cokerheads in Sydney. As um, in the three of us know Rob. The, the, three, the three of us know. I mean, lots of people listening know Rob, I'm sure. I mean, isn't our listenership all Australians? <laughs> anyway, he. Uh, I mean, we all got a shock when he ran out on stage to talk about um, things that he's been working on at uh, Atlassian regarding bringing iPad apps to Mac. Yeah. Oh, cool. How how much of a great job did he do yeah, on stage was, like, mm. for a first time presentation? That was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. Was, so that if you're listening, Rob, we we thought that was very impressive. Good yeah. job. And we couldn't decide. I I, I saw Atlassian on stage. I was like, all right, I wonder who who they picked from Atlassian. And then I saw Rob's name. I was like, oh, it's Rob. And I started applauding. Then I was like, I should take pictures and video. And I couldn't <laughs> decide. It took two pictures, then switched to video. It took three seconds video. Switched back to pictures. So Rob, if you do want uh, three <laughs> second snippets from your talk that. Apple also filmed, but from a very way worse angle, (laughs) then uh, hit me up. (laughs) All right. So with that, you get 12 points. I'll take it. Um, My point, my pick for... uh, (laughs) But also (laughs) your points. points. So I was picking, for this round, I picked dark mode on iOS, uh, which we clearly got. So I get six points. There's no debate here. There is no debate at all. Mm -hmm. Cool. So six points to me. And Zach, you had a wildcard round, which we already clear, we already explained what this is, I think. Um, your wildcard round was iMessage effects in Mac OS 10.15. How do you feel you went in this round? <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely have no idea and have not heard one way or another. So I don't and think I can get the point. And you didn't bother to install um, Catalina? There are very, very good reasons why I would rather not install Catalina than try and prove myself right here, but... We'll just go with Zach doesn't get points. Okay. All right. Look, there might be some follow-up in a month's time. but It would still not grant you points. No, it won't grant me points, <laughs> but I will be sure to mention it as follow-up if I install Catalina yeah. and there is iMessage effects. So I, I, will, I will install Catalina as soon as we're through our picks. So I'm happy to confirm it then so we can uh, do Did you wait with this just, just for the sake of that? Did, wait, didn't you say I, you kicked off the installation last night? Was this like a conspiracy against me? <laughs> so for some reason, the download failed uh, yesterday. So That but reason the, being hotel Wi-Fi? That's the official uh, reason I'm going with, yes. And not collusion? <laughs> That's fine, that's fine. All so right. no All right. points for Zach. But I do feel a bit bad about that one because... I hope your Mac catches fire and <laughs> There's dies. a non-zero percent chance that you might, might deserve those points. Oh, and it's a wild card too, so it would have been worth a solid 12 points. Yeah, but, <sighs> which would still not even catch you up. But moving Are you on. sure about that? I'm... Anyway. All right. All right. It's very loud in the background. Yeah, well... It gives you an authentic conference feel. It's good. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I'm not lying this time. <laughs> we actually made it to dub dub um so that brings us all right let, let me just do uh um scores because we of course see the score we have so far so i'm currently at 29 points mom is at 32 which is also the lead mm. and zach has 15 which <laughs> that brings us to the five point round and um i picked panel ui on ipad i don't really remember what this is Basically, that you have elements on screen within your apps that you can move around. Oh, wasn't that already existing? Not really. I think the idea was that the panel kit framework that Apple Apple, uh, Apple hired the developer of, I think that that type of functionality oh, yeah. comes to iOS, which, I don't know, what do you think, Marlon? It sort of did. It sort of didn't. Like, it didn't come in that exact form, but it's, mm. but it's It was there. definitely that mindset. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> default into giving me those points. You, I, you I, default you do, into you giving me yeah, those points. Good for you, Kai. Good for you. Man, like, it's so much more fun when you're actually in the same room and you can respond to those things within <laughs> with less than two seconds. Uh. Uh. All right, I'm so just going to laugh with a delay now to mess with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, Kai gets five points. I, I take them. Congratulations. I get points here. So my pick is a wildcard round, and it is updates to core data. So, what what updates did you see? They did change the... CloudKit. So the what? Yeah, CloudKit. Uh, and they cord- also did do some updates to how you modify... How you modify... How you'd respond a view to modification in the core no, data. No, not really. That you have to build yourself. And I'm not yeah, but sure that counts. As. It's so, still I'm really easier. torn here. I think yeah. this is a really hard one because arguably core data itself is no different. It now just syncs. 
It's like saying there was an update to Pages, but all that happens is your files sync over iCloud. That would be an update to Pages. Yeah. Not, not necessarily. It's an update yeah, to the update Finder to iCloud, on the Mac. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that one's yeah. tough. I don't um, know. Look, look, honestly, have... this is not what I had imagined. This is not yeah. my vision. I think you're going to win regardless. I'm very happy about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that, that that we do have the iCloud um, syncing of core data objects, but I did expect there to be a bit of a bigger thing. Yeah. Um, Considering it's wildcard, should we just agree that those points are not issued to you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting points. I'm very. Right. I'm, I'm fine with that. All right. And my pick was sleep tracking on watchOS. Moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll so, hold hope for hardware in the fall. Four <laughs> well, round. I just said fall. Welcome. <gasps> Welcome no, to North no, America. no, no. This was like the other day when I said restroom to somebody, non-ironically. I'm like, where is the restroom? And, oh, this is terrible. I need to go back to Australia now. <laughs> oh, you're just, you're just becoming more sophisticated. No, this, is, this is really bad. Uh, I think you're doing all right. Yeah. All right. Um, watch updates in the spring. Yeah, cool. Moving on. All right. Oh, yeah, for you, it's actually... Yeah, is Spring. That, is that I thought close? that I thought that you may have said that you said fall, and that was weird because it's called autumn in nope, Australia. He is fully it, committed that's why it's so bad. It is that's terrible. exactly. It's terrible. I went, yes, I didn't just confuse the season; I confused <laughs> the name. It's oh, my uh-huh. life yeah. is a mess. No, my life is fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so four points, Kai. You had a wild card round here. Wild and card <laughs> round, not a wild card. Uh, <laughs> and it was shared folders on iCloud, and we got that. Did we? Yeah, we did. Absolutely as in, did. Yeah. I can share a folder with you guys. Yes. As in we can move away from Google Drive. Yeah. I missed that. How <laughs> can I have missed that? I know uh, you've been talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really draw the connection. Uh, I thought you were talking about Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. So that totally happened. And that totally gives me uh, eight points because it was wildcard. And I'm extremely happy about that because yeah. that means we can move all of our podcast stuff to the, to uh, our shared folders. Woohoo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh man, you guys also seem excited. So I'm just looking at my pick here. And uh, my pick for four points was new AR kit. Is there an official new version of yeah, the AR it is. kit? Okay, it's three, cool. Yeah, because I know they yeah. added a lot of other things for AR kit. Yeah, yeah. There's heaps of new stuff. Mm. It's it's the really cool. Version. I really like the AR kit uh, the AR builder for iPad and it makes so much what sense. Is that reality composer? Yes. Mm. 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 But there's still there's still a bunch of new stuff for ARKit, the yeah. framework itself. Mm. So this is a fine. I mean, pick. the entire uh, person occlusion. Oh, stuff, good point. That's all part of. It's really cool. Yeah, you can really now cool. see people. I mean, we could see people before, but we can now no longer see we items behind see, people. <laughs> we can see people through our phones. We could see people through our phones before. Are you okay? No, I'm just I'm just messing with My you. My phone's a few years old. I don't know if the camera works anymore. <laughs> but it's interesting, though. It only works for people. So if you would... So it won't work with a dog? I, I don't know. I'm, so, my, so my point was more, <laughs> if, if you would wear a backpack and you uh, stand with your back towards the camera, uh-huh. your backpack wouldn't be included in the occlusion detection. So your backpack would float in front of everything. Oh, really? Yeah, even if you're physically uh, behind an object. So Why? it only what? works for human body parts and, I guess, clothing. Think... Why is that? How would that work? I mean, it's trained to detect because it detect, but doesn't it detect uh, shapes? The backpacks would if it if it's like yeah, well, with the back that would blend in because there's no heat detection or anything like that. Yeah, and okay, I don't know. We we can try that. But what's also interesting is that all of that happens. So the entire depth um, calculation can happen with one lens. So it does work on iPads that only have one lens. Oh, so the depth detection still works. With one camera, yeah. and you would still detect that there's a backpack. I don't know how those two things are connected, but... <laughs> no, because what I was thinking is that the reason why it detects the backpack is because it looks at a 3D model no, no, of it's, a human. It's, it's it's based on vision, so it's va- based on okay. camera sensor data that is the picture that comes yeah. off the sensor. Interesting. Not, not using the... I mean, I don't know if it does use the second lens if it's available, but it definitely works on an iPad with hmm. only one lens, which is pretty impressive. Yes. Um... From a machine learning perspective. Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. Hmm. All right. Anyway, so that's four points for Marlin. And Zach, do you want to tell us about your four point? Our Mac didn't happen moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a good round. <laughs> no, no. It's been a 
string it's been of, a tough year. Yeah, well. So, um, after my previous hardware pick of the Mac Pro, oh, um, my three-point uh, run pick was to get a display that comes with that. See, Mac. I don't really know why you didn't go full in, because if you guess Mac Pro on stage, it's quite obvious that there will also be a screen for the Mac Pro. Yeah, and I picked both of them. I yeah, don't know, know why you're blaming me. <laughs> why didn't you pick that for eight points or something? <laughs> well, because, I mean, realistically, we weren't sure whether the Mac Pro would happen at all. And I didn't want to put all my eggs in one okay. basket. So I, I was, uh, okay, okay. I wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd put it okay. lower. But yeah, I, just just some strategy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I mean, that's reasonable. Yeah, so but I would just go. Either way, we, we also looked yeah. at a display and that looks uh, looked amazing. Oh, it does. It and does even from, I mean, we saw it up close, but even during the keynote, when they brought it out onto the stage, I mean, I wasn't sitting particularly close, but it looked like the screen looked good. It was bright. It was like crisp. It was just, yeah. It's I only saw crazy. the back from yeah, where also, I was sitting and that yeah. was n- looking I mean, it not was as still, nice as the other side. Was still I hope you brought some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the thing yeah. has two fans and that's crazy. Yeah, but... Uh, I mean, I, at least in the hands-on era, we I couldn't hear any fans for any of the machines. Like there the were a lot of people in there. Yeah, yeah. But it was pretty good sound insulation in general yeah. in the hands-on area. Like I, I, I put my ear as close as I could without being yeah. weird, um, and I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> what did you guys feel about the hands-on area? By the way, you thought it was cool. I I was surprised about how many Macs there were. Yeah, me too. I thought they would put one Mac somewhere in the middle and you can't touch yeah, it. Yeah, because that's mm. sort of what it was on. Yep. What was that? 2017 when they had an iMac Pro or was that mm. 2018? That was last year, right? Last year was iMac Pro. No, not at WW. No, no, no but it was released last year. I know, but mm, they had a... Maybe sh- early, maybe before WW last year? But late, still... The year before? I think it might have been late. Before. I think the year before that they showcased it at the... They had a hands-on area at WWDC the year before they released it and it felt like they... Had a very limited amount. I think it was one and then like two mm. home pods and the AR kit demo. But yeah, you know, that was probably right. Probably 2017 preview mm. to Dub Dub released late that year, something no. like that. Yeah, Could but this, t- this time there were, let me count, one, two, three, four, five rooms at least. Yeah, at least. And it was also like really cool setups, I think, because they actually showed, sort of showcased how you're actually going to use this machine. And all of them had really cool st- sort of demo setups. I know one of them was like live. Uh, viewing of photography um, and it was actually like this model sitting there and getting photographed and I thought it was pretty cool that they um, had it so realistic like this is actually a real use case and then they also had the cool uh, robot camera that I think MKBHD has um, taking pictures of an object very close up and seeing the processing of those images it was, mm. it was pretty cool and then also oh. Oh, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I think we went in there with the intention of spending like five or ten minutes going, I oh, will get up close and sort of see it and, and walk out. But there were so many rooms and so many <laughs> iMac Pros and so much cool stuff happening that I think we ended up spending almost an hour in there and it was it was really cool. Yeah. And we also saw one of the displays with uh, nano, what is it called? Nano texture, I think. The matte finish. The $1,000 matte finish. Mm. Um, but that, that looked really good too. I, I tried to do, get a picture with glare. The best I could do, I put it in show notes, but it was was not a lot of glare on that screen and looked amazing. It basically had all the benefits of a of a matte display without any of the downsides of a matte display. Mm, well, it's a thousand dollars more. Yeah, but, but, but as I wouldn't the, say oh, that's inherently a downside of a matte display, though. <laughs> look, we, we will discuss the Mac Pro more in future episodes, but I feel like I just have to briefly touch on the fact that the stand is a thousand dollars, and it doesn't come with a wall mount either. Yeah. You either need to buy a wall mount for two hundred US dollars or a stand for a thousand US dollars. By the time you throw taxes on there, that's probably like sixteen grand for a stand. <laughs> I don't America. Yeah. yeah. So if you buy that display, you can lean against a wall or have it flat laying on your table. Oh, yeah, no, it's you can like just a, hold mine up in bed. That's how I work, really. <laughs> but you also have to carve holes in your table because the cables have to go through the back. So I have to make sure you, you can't just lay it flat. Oh, hmm. But and you can ha- rotate in portrait mode and it will automatically adjust. So that's cool. So because this conference center has Wi-Fi, some very quick follow-up. The iMac Pro was introduced to WWDC in 2017 and went on sale later that year. So I'm sure there was would have been a cool hands-on area there a couple of years ago. Mm. But I don't think either Kai nor myself were there. So It was pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks. Mm. Thanks. You meant to say it's terrible. <laughs> it's very immersive, right? You feel like you were there. Yeah, but hands-on um, was cool. Uh, my favorite was cool. Display mm. was cool. But more of that later. So, okay. moving on. Three-point round for Marlin was multiple instances of apps on iPad. And that is an easy win. Yay, easy. I 
I got yeah. it. Good stuff. Mm. Cool. Does all that right. work for all apps? I, I didn't go to a lot of... Uh, no, you, the developer has to support it. All right. So you now... Which makes sense. Because it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. because just from a, a quick technical note, I was, I was, I was looking into um, sort of setting up a, def- a new project um, in, X, in the new Xcode, Xcode 11. And it's interesting because I think uh, an iOS app is, has up until this point always been used to having sort of one instance of it. It can only exist one... With the exception of the Safari app, which you can run side by side, you can only ever have one instance of a third party app. So now your app delegate doesn't actually manage your window and you have a scene delegate. So you can have as many of those as you want to represent multiple windows. It's actually really cool. Um, so I will dig into that a little bit more over the Do coming Do you know weeks, how that works with uh, persistent data? It's a great question. I'm not sure. I imagine you would need to handle potentially reading and writing from the same database mm-hmm. from multiple instances of the app um, all over the place. So it could get, it could get quite complex. Mm. Maybe we'll see a core data update next year. <laughs> I mean, SwiftUI would also help with some of that. So your app automatically yeah. updates as things change. Yeah, that is true with the, the source of truth stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. We'll see. Well, that another topic yeah. we'll spend more time oh, on. Yeah. We, we will spend a lot I of time so on SwiftUI. I was so interested in getting into this now, but no, no. Okay. Uh, we, we'll get there. Yeah. So uh, shortcut, that was my pick for, for three points was that shortcuts can run automatically. And, well, we got that. It's really awesome. And not only can shortcuts run automatically, I'll just mention this very quickly because I'm, I'm super excited about the shortcuts update. I spent a bit of time in the lab yesterday and it was really great to talk to the team and, and also thank them for their work because uh, it, listeners who have been listening for almost a year now will remember I gave a conference talk on Siri shortcuts in August of last year. So I did a, a whole a pretty big deep dive into it, wrote some blog posts, did the conference talk. And at the end of that, I sort of had two... Two wishes for Siri shortcuts at WWDC this year, and both of those happened. And it's pretty rare to have two fairly detailed requests That's that sort of come together. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not it's not common that like the way that we think of things working is the way they actually mm. work. Usually, it's like, oh, you want to achieve. A, that's cool, but you're going to get there via B, C, and D, and you didn't expect to take that path. Anyway, uh, so shortcuts can now run automatically based on a bunch of things. Like, uh, you can even do it based on Bluetooth beacons, uh, NFC, location, time of day, all those kind of things. So oh, shortcuts that's are actually cool. Way so more now useful. you can have beacons in your house to trigger stuff. Yeah. That's cool. uh, well, actually, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking NFC stickers, maybe not beacons. Uh, I could have uh, definitely NFC like stickers. Beacons are on the way out because there were some announcements. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But Bluetooth would be the way to go for that, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have the precision of a room. But I was even thinking like with NFC stickers, you could do some cool stuff like when your phone is on your desk, you might have yeah. things enter a certain mode. Uh, we didn't get shortcuts on the Mac. This is just briefly touching on shortcuts, but we did get uh, the ability to adjust the parameters in a shortcut, which is really good. Yeah, so you can cool. choose either every time you run it or uh, in Siri and things like that. So uh, we will talk a lot more about this, I'm sure, but that kind of stuff is really interesting to me and I'm excited to to dive into it a little bit more and uh, see what we can we can do by playing around with it. Mm, but it, what's also interesting, it looks like custom URL schemes on the way out mm-hmm. and uh, shortcuts is one of the two ways of getting around that, I think, because you, you can now integrate with that with shortcuts and just expose that to, to other apps and whoever might want to do stuff in your app, which is cool. Hmm. Um, How would you expose that to other apps? We'll follow up on that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll... we'll uh, so actually, I could briefly touch on that. There's ways to, um, up until now, sort of with shortcuts, apps have sort of uh, shared the data that's come out of a shortcut via like copying it to the clipboard and then passing that in to the next shortcut. But now an app can actually have an output parameter and then you can choose that parameter. And yeah. Uh, and just for completeness sake, uh, the second way of getting around... Uh would be using your domain name as a uh, to have deep links into your app. Because mm, then yeah, the domain name confirms that you actually own the thing because yeah. uh, apps, like having custom URL schemes was always, always a bit weird because you could just say you're listening to basically anything and then your app will trigger. Um, moving on. That was the three-point round. So at mm-hmm. the moment, I, my math might be wrong. I um, hope so. Uh, but according to that, I'm at 45 points, Marlon is at 39 points, and Zach is at 15. Which seems right wrong. Because okay. wasn't I on 15 before? So we have 8, 7, and 3. Yeah. 15. Uh, 18, sorry. Yeah, so Zach is at 18. <sighs> if I only Glad I can trust it. you. Yeah. <laughs> be sure that you're at 45 here. It, it, Let's calculate math. it once we're done with this. All right. So the two-point round, I had organizational. I said, mm-hmm. I don't know why yeah, I said I, that. I was wondering too. I think I was I was tricked by my uh, shared folders on iCloud, and iCloud is Eddie, so 
Yeah, that was that was a bad idea. So no points for me there. So your pick no, was that Eddie, Eddie Q, Q will be on, on stage. St- yeah, and he I was not on stage. I haven't seen him in a very long time. Uh, at least not on the stage that Did we were Did you see him anywhere? No. Hmm. But I'm also not really running around trying to look for Eddie Q, so... He's proves easy to spot up with his shirts. Hmm. So now, Martin, for two points, what did you say? I said iPad OS, which was that there will be a separate OS for the iPad, and it's actually called iPad OS. Yeah, pretty good. We mm. talked about that, I don't remember how many weeks ago. So, this um, was a great pick, actually. Mm. I think so, too. I'm, I'm surprised you put that solo, and... Because I felt like I was the only one talking about it. I was like, it did make so much sense if something like Mars Ben is introduced, because... Um, the way you could, I felt like it would really enforce people to have a better UI for their iPad apps. And then I felt like it makes sense for them to actually separate it out. So the iPad is almost closer to the, to the Mac. Mm-hmm. And therefore it has its own OS. And then you can use the cross platform way of writing things. Or uh, you could use uh, Marzipan or now called Catalina. Yeah, Cat- we're, no. we're going to be talking yeah. about yeah. this a bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if so you want to hear sense. our initial predictions about iPadOS, uh, if you're running iOS 13 and our podcast is indexed by Apple's new uh, transcription service, yes. you could search for iPadOS and probably find it somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Anyway, cool. so that is two points for you. Which Did you already add the total to that? No. Okay, then I will do that now. So, um, Zach. Zach had an organization pick and... It was related to when people enter the That people building. would have begun moving into the building by 8.05 a.m. And that absolutely did happen. It actually happened well before 8. So, that so that's four pick. points for you? Yeah. And 22 mm-hmm. points in total now. So last round, I predicted a new file merge app. I don't think we had that, but I also forgot mm-hmm. to confirm. But you haven't put the beta on, so we can't give this one to you. Just mm-hmm. like my message effect. You know, this could have benefited you too. From I know. <laughs> one point. I think it's better to, to make you lose 10 points. Oh, wow, that's rude. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying you can do a dedicated. You can calculate those. That things. could be the difference between him and you, though. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. I don't think so. I don't think I'm winning this. No, I don't but think so. I, I gotta do. A, I, I gotta ask for a recount. Um, <laughs> so it's not what, an election, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I had for my white for for this round. I had an organizational pick. Yes, and this was uh, there will be burritos served during the registration. And Zach was there early in the morning, and he said there was burritos. So I got two points. Moving on. That's correct. Yes, wouldn't um, have known otherwise. So, Zach. <laughs> This was more wishful. This was wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. iCloud storage limit up from five. I mean, look, in hi- in hindsight, this isn't a thing that would be announced at WWDC anyway. No, because it doesn't have any impact on development. No, it would be a it would be a September event mm. thing. Like, oh, we're giving all customers who buy our new iPhone six gigs of iCloud storage. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought about that shortly after picking it. I'm like, yeah, that was that was stupid. But I, hey, I, my, my one point is always a throwaway, so it's fine. <laughs> I think realistically, we're, we're more likely to see iCloud use uh, at least i believe that i will more likely become completely free within fair use than increasing the storage because realistically what would be a good storage limit at this point like six is, is ridiculous yeah, right that yeah, is yeah. creating more bad press than good one 10 doesn't really fix the problem 15 is a lot for free uh matching it with the iphone means depending on how large your phone is you get infinite storage over over like the next five six years right so it's hard. It's hard to um, to find a decent amount of storage that would actually, you know, help and not create negativity around that. Sure, because yeah. you have to go. Mm. You have to go big for it to be a positive perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, fair enough. And I'm also okay to pay for for iCloud storage. I mean, I rather I, I rather use that than yeah. But it's of, more a matter of principle now that five <laughs> gigs is just beyond stingy with your two thousand dollar phone and your ten thousand US dollar Mac Pro. <laughs> but real, yeah, realistically, if you bought those products, you should be able to pay, pay, pay six dollars a month for iCloud storage. Yeah. Yeah. I All don't right. know. I don't know whose side this this responsibility should lay on. So, so uh, Martin, did you use that chance for a recount? I'm still working on it. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I've done some quick maths that's probably incorrect. And my my calculation was incorrect or your quick math was incorrect? My, my quick math was probably incorrect. Well, I didn't use a calculator. I don't have watch OS 6. <laughs> what's your quick math uh, in line with my math? Can I see your maths? It's in the bottom of our document. 
Oh, wait, you're not even opening our document. Well, I have our document open. But not the one with our predictions. Oh, you yeah. think we just remember document. all of those on top of our So I'm marking it off on my iPad, you know, like a <laughs> normal human. Oh, yeah. Using pencil to, to write on a PDF what, or something. Why are we editing recording notes after the show is done? This that doesn't make any sense. To keep people who are listening mm. live, which we don't even stream live, uh, a chance to follow along. So I have I can't even, I can't even see okay, the scores. Okay, I feel like this it is lost, we're getting off topic. Okay, we're getting off topic. So I did a calculation and I actually used a calculator. And Kai, you were unfortunately right. You yeah. got 45 points uh, in total. And I get 43 points and Zach got 22 points. I'll have you know that my quick maths said exactly that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, we wasted another five minutes on that. Good job, everyone. Cool. So I guess you get all the water in the studio? <sighs> Damn it. Now, now we should have thought about a better price. I thought I wouldn't win this. <laughs> and me neither. You really picked up some points there. We'll yeah, ask middle. if we can take home a microphone for you. <laughs> mm, only joking it, kind it. podcast person. <laughs> Um, um, so that was exciting um, let's move on to something more fun alright boxed lunches no, we're not going to talk about no, this is it really a Dub Dub episode without talking about the boxed lunches I just lunches, don't though? think people are interested okay moving on cool like, alright what do you want to talk about then um, I didn't I, actually believe we would get through this I th- no we were we so to, fast I know I know. I thought we would have to uh, split this into like a two, double episode I wonder if we should record with time constraints every week. I feel like we always say that we have time constraints and then we just get over it anyways. <laughs> like we, just, we, just, we just run over time. Abandon all of our other commitments. Yeah. 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 All right. So, Marlon, you said you want to talk about more exciting things. Tell me about those exciting things. Well, there were so many things exciting, exciting things that were released. Pick this two. Year. Pick two. Ooh, can... Uh, All right, so okay, pick one. Okay, Swift, okay, no, Swift I was UI has to be one, right? We, yes. didn't, we didn't touch on that at all in our predictions because none of us saw it coming, but no. I think we should we should talk about it. So, <laughs> Are you trying to stab yourself with your pencil over there? My Apple Pencil is running low on battery and needs to be plugged into the bottom of this lovely iPad in order to charge. It looks perfectly normal. Um, so Swift UI mm-hmm. is something that's announced yes. for... Like, I don't think any of us expected this. No, um, it, didn't it has coming, been. Yeah. We have, I think John Gruber spoke yeah, about this. Yeah, he spoke like, about a declarative UI. Yeah. So, Swift UI, for those who don't know, is a declarative UI, which basically allows us as developers to make UI layouts very easily and very quickly. And we don't have to, like, all those boring forms that we, that, or all the boring table views that look the same. Don't take as long to make anymore. And there's also, what I really like about this is that this seems to be more of a standardized UI for things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Like if I want to have a picker, for example, like a, like a, what do you call that? Yeah, like a, like, like a, a date picker or like a date something picker, like that. Yeah. 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 Or something that should be in a picker. Yeah. Um, it will actually adapt to different type of uh, stylings depending mm-hmm. on what, what, sh- what this component <laughs> is a part of. So if it's mm-hmm. just an empty, a simple view, it will be there by itself. Whilst, um, if it's part of a, a different list, it will actually be automatically separated into a detailed view. Yeah, and the way that's achieved essentially is that we're now describing what the UI should look like rather than actually using components to build it. So we're just saying, give me a list for this mm-hmm. element. Like you have a whole bunch of, I don't know, names, and you're just saying, I want a list with those names. And mm-hmm. then it creates a list with those names. Which Yeah, and then rendered behind the scenes however Apple sees fit. Yeah. And that could and change as going efficient forward. as mm-hmm. Apple can possibly do that. Mm-hmm. And also it means uh in on different systems, operating systems, it potentially renders it in different mm-hmm. ways. So and that's what like it, it fits really well together with Catalina as well, I mm-hmm. think, because if this would if you would have a Mac app, um the list would look very different mm. on the Mac comparison. And I think that's also why a lot of uh, rumors beforehand were a bit confused because I do think yeah. a lot of people did uh, hear about uh, either or of those two uh, and a lot of people either put them together into one or believe strongly one would exist but not the other because they've only heard of one of those. Mm. Um, but I mean, while, while the Swift UI definitely helps with cross-platform UI, you also can just check for any existing UIKit app that you have and that works on an iPad. You can just now check the Mac mm. 
uh, as one of the targets, and then it generates or or builds a a Mac app that runs yeah. on uh, Mac OS Catalina. Yeah, and I think and one it's of the totally not called Marzipan, <laughs> and we've not heard anyone accidentally referring it to Marzipan either. Oh, well, what even well, is Marzipan? I've uh, never it's heard a this sweet Ma- treat made from almonds and honey. Okay. Okay. Mm. Don't yeah. know why we're talking about uh, that now because uh, uh, Catalyst is a, is a new. That's suppo- that's uh, that's always been the name for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Craig said on stage. It must be true. Yeah. Uh, but just before we move on to Catalyst, I did want to say if you're a watchOS developer, this is the first time you have like a proper mm-hmm. way to lay out UI on a watch. I mean, WatchKit was great but extremely limiting, and now you can use the same tools that you can. To, to build interfaces on iOS and iPadOS mm. and macOS and also tvOS. So it's a pretty powerful out engine. Mm. And I know plenty of watchOS developers who are super excited about this and, and you know, they no longer have to use WatchKit. Mm. I think for us as developers, we've, we've spent the week in and out of the lab sort of mm. trying to wrap our head around architectural things regarding Swift UI and try and work out how it, how it should be used and how it should interact with existing parts of the app mm-hmm. and how it should interact with other parts of the app when the project is new and, and I think these are the kind of things we'll we'll slowly learn over the next few months but it's it's exciting and I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot to learn but it's going to be a pretty good step forward um, yeah. particularly if you do develop for more than just iOS as a platform hmm. yeah yeah I think this is super exciting I don't want to go I feel we're not going to have enough time to go into detail about it but if this works as simple as it looks it will be really awesome I think it will hmm. make development process so much quicker and especially uh, I, I think there's probably at least so far it appears like there is still a use for for UI kit components like anything yeah. that's kind of going very very specific to what you, problem you're trying to solve like yeah. if you have crazy graphs you're probably yeah. not yeah. going to describe them but yeah. if, that's like, what I was if you're gonna... rendering something with like uh, 3D uh, frameworks or, mm. or you're kind of going deep into uh, any kind of custom drawing of code that might still be something you want to use UI kit for but all the things that we don't want to spend time on anyway like a setting screen or or some other kind of boring uh, list view where it's like it needs to be there but it's not not a fun problem to solve and it potentially having to be on multiple platforms that is perfect right because mm-hmm. a setting screen you just quickly put that together from from all the labs and everything and it seems like mm-hmm. you can get through that really quickly and then you just uh, put it in your uh, WatchOS app iPad app iPad OS app uh, Mac OS app and iOS app which is, is really good yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say that the only thing that I was concerned about when I heard about this is that it wasn't so customizable, and I was worried that it would look boring. But it does seem like there are things that you can customize quite easily, and you can really sort of declare different styles and those type mm. of things. So I think that will be good. And like you said, Kai, if you use, if I think it's a perfect use case for those things are like those typical um, like setting screens and forms that you have in apps mm. and. I think you should can start out there and then um, customize it more and actually mm. make something more complex than that. And I think, and also not great. to forget, that means for a lot of things you will get dark mode support out of the box. You don't yeah. have to do anything really. Yeah. And for accessibility, if you happen to use I all those really like this. and you, yeah. your users have any kind of accessibility yeah. settings on dynamic type like, and all, it's almost it's almost hard not to support accessibility mm. with this. Like I think it's really cool that it's just natural that like even things like ta- even things like um accessibility labels things mm. that you want to be read out for voiceover i think that's actually naturally fitting into the way that you're declaring the ui so you have a button and then you just add a title to it and mm. that's going to be read out for a user and i think and you, it's so you natural create a com- that, that kind of coupling that this is the title for that button rather than having to have a button and a title and uh, them being kind of independent and then you having to get in and say this is the the, yeah, the button yeah. that creates that as yeah. accessibility. Like it's just there, I mm. think. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is that is huge, I think. And mm. that, that also means even people who might not care about accessibility right now just coincidentally make mm. it as accessible without even having to put I mean it was Apple always supported accessibility a lot and made it easy. But now it's hard not to support it, which yeah. is yeah. probably the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Mm. So we're running out of time. So we got through one of the two things you got to pick. And I know. Uh, and I think Zach picked it for you. So how did that go for you? <laughs> I think this went great. <laughs> it was the pick I would go, I was going to go right, with. Um, right. Of course you would say that. So exciting. Like this is, this is really changing things. And I think there, it was really exciting the year that Swift was announced, but this feels mm. almost on a similar level. They're just 
the way that you work as a developer now might be very different. Um, yeah, we're all junior developers again. <laughs> uh, apply for your uh, um, salary cut as soon as you buy. <laughs> Uh, no, but I do wonder how wildly picked up this will be as well. I think it's a little bit unfortunate that it's iOS 13 only. I think mm-hmm. many people who work in companies that want to support, want to support earlier version. Maybe if you're just working on a hobby project, it makes sense to start with iOS 13 support only. But if you have an existing uh, user base, it will be hard to drop it. But I mean, it's inevitable. Like I think eventually. It will. It will. Sort I mean, of if surface. I would start a new app today, yeah. I would I would use SwiftUI wherever it is feasible. Yeah. yeah. As I said, like if you don't have an existing user base, it makes so much sense. Mm. So yeah. I'm hoping that it's being picked up and that it's not being people don't stick with UIKit. I mean, but it's not like UIKit is, is no, no, is no. Bad. Like, it okay. can create good apps. My it's point just... is that I hope that people actually pick this up as a better type of workflow. Mm. Um, yeah. No, I, I yeah. agree, and I think. There is going to be a period of a year or two, and I wouldn't be surprised if we're sitting here in a year talking about advancements to Swift UI and how it's even better. So I think it's probably going to be a couple of years before it can do, you know, 99.9% of the things that people want to do with UIKit and can achieve fairly easily. Um, and that's fine. Like, I think it's going to be a learning process. And I mean, in the meantime, we're going to have probably a lot of independent developers pick mm-hmm. it up who can make that choice to go iOS 13 yeah. only from day one. Um, or a lot of people, yeah. you know, on their side projects, and that's how we'll learn. I think the three yeah. of us will use it for our side mm-hmm. projects, if not for main projects, because I know yeah. big companies tend to tend to take a few years before they'll drop support for older versions yeah. of iOS. But I think it's going to be an interesting year or two of blog posts and articles and things yeah, and learning about how, to. yeah, learning about sort of the best yeah. way to do things with Swift UI, kind of like you know, uh, people learning Swift and and learning the best ways. And you know, we will probably end up with a few established best practices, and we can go from there and build. Build even better apps. Hmm. Mm, well said. All right. Um, and I think we should actually wrap it up here for today. Our next episode, we'll record in person again, but this time in, in a foreign land called Canada. Uh, so exotic. I've heard there are a few palm trees there. But yeah, I know. There will be palm trees there, yes. Not, Definitely. Not particularly in our recording studio. There will be a coffee tree or a coffee plant, I guess. It's not really a tree. It's like the height of... A water bottle at best. If it, <laughs> if it survives the week here, we, we have a weird con- contraption to make it. Because Anyways, coffee plants. <laughs> I would like to go into coffee plants for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, how to make you for coffee plants. Are you like slowly dripping water you? into it? Yeah, we are slowly dripping water. But we, this, I'll be interested to see this it. Really, this is not really podcast material. Here, guys. I'm just trying <laughs> well, to keep well, we people should, interested. We should go. I mean, Firstly, because we're just running out of time, but secondly, because we're off to the bash and Weezer are playing and that's going to be cool. And I think this is the happiest people have been about the bash band in a while. I mean, I've loved the bash bands last few years, but I understand those kind of bands aren't for everyone. But I think everyone I've spoken to is pretty happy with Weezer and Mm. yeah, we're all all excited to Mm. get to the bash. All right. right. Um, Yeah. Let's head to the bash and let's talk more about stuff next week.